0: This is Deep Dive. I'm Fei Fei. During the past May Day holiday, over 270 million trips were made across China. The week-long holiday saw visitors flooding to traditional hotspots like the Great Wall in Beijing. But this year, a surprising new name topped the rankings across platforms. And the name is the city of Zibo. Data shows that travel deals destined for Zibo surged more than fourfold compared to 2019. The key reason for the soaring popularity of the city surrounds its local barbecue. There is even now an unofficial theme song for #ZiboBarbecue. What's with all the buzz around this particular type of barbecue? I spoke with CGTN radio reporter Dou Hongyu, who is also a Zibo local, about this. This episode is brought to you on Friday, May the 5th. For the past month, on pretty much every social media platform in China, there has been at least one trending topic about Zibo. So one of the first questions many would ask is, where
1: exactly is this city of Zibo? Well, Zibo is in the middle of Shandong province, which is a coastal province in eastern China. It's about five hours drive from Beijing, and the high-speed railway is connecting Zibo to many other cities in China. So now it's fairly convenient to go to Zibo.
0: A lot of the trending topics this time is surrounding one of these local food. is It's barbecue skewers. Yes. Which is kind of surprising because if you look at Chinese cities, pretty much every Chinese city has its own version of this barbecue skewers. For mm-hmm. example, in Beijing, people will be more familiar with the term Tuar. Yeah. Is there anything special about Zibo's barbecue that made it so popular in China?
1: Well, sure, it is very special. The first aspect is related to its DIY style. The chef would grill the meat till it's medium well done, and the skewers will be delivered to your little desk. And then there is a stove on each desk, actually, and you can put the meat on the stove and grill it according to your own preferences. And the other aspect why it is special is about its eating style. You know, the most common way of eating it is to put a few skewers on a soft pancake that is about the size of our hand and then we put some scallions on it and some barbecue sauce on it and chili and then we fold the pancake into a roll so every bite of this kind of barbecue is like a mixture of different textures, including uh, the taste of the pancake, the taste of the scallions, and also the sauce, and of course the meat, which is crispy outside and soft and hot inside. So it's already an enjoyment talking about it. Mm, it's an, quite an experience. Yeah.
0: But is that a new trend that's been emerging in Zibo, or how long has been around this way of barbecue?
1: Well, actually, I've been eating it my whole life from the very first bite of barbecue. And it became popular in Zibo in the 1990s. So it's been a few decades. It gradually became dominant in Zibo over the past decades. As a Zibo local yourself,
0: you've been eating this way pretty much for your whole life. Yes, exactly.
1: And that's also
0: quite interesting here is that the food's been there for decades, as you said.
1: So why is it gaining popularity today? In early March, actually, the government held a press conference introducing its barbecue festivals and their competition for a golden stove, which is about an award given to the barbecue restaurants with the best performances. And also they announced 21 bus routes that take customers directly to great barbecue restaurants in the city. And um, I went back to Zibo in early April. Before I get out of the high-speed railway station, I saw a huge board with detailed information about those bus routes. And I was amazed. The government of Zibo cooperated with the administration of high-speed railway in the capital city of Jinan to put in operation a special Kind of high speed trains that would take customers to Zibo to eat barbecue. And there are a lot of decorations related to barbecue on that train. And on the train, there are also gifts, specialties delivered to the passengers. Mm-hmm. And there's a quick story that went viral at that time about last May when China was battling with COVID-19, some students in a university in the capital city of Jinan, which was next to Zibo, was tested positive of COVID. So all of the students in that university were then transported to neighboring cities for quarantine. At that time, Zibo received thousands of students. Some students said that they have received food that was even better than what they had eaten in their university. And the rooms were also great. The services were great. And also during that period of quarantine, the government also prepared grilled meat for those students. And For many students back then, that might be their first time of tasting such barbecue. Mm. So after the press conference, many students from neighboring cities like Jinan went to Zibo taking the high-speed train the college students are a great power on the internet exactly yeah they would put whatever they have experienced online so that is how people get to know about this city and this is how people get to know about the barbecue and what the city was doing to promote this kind of food
0: at this time it's still pretty much i think uh, surrounding the province of Shandong, which is quite a regional phenomenon at this point. Mm -hmm. But then gradually, it became a national trending topic.
1: Yes, it is kind of a natural process. Because once young people are, are coming to this place, not just college students, but all young people that have got time and interest in it, they would flood into the city and Focus their lens on anything that interested them. Let's go. Netizens can watch the Zibo barbecues through my live feed. I have a lot of friends and followers. Many of them want to come to Shandong to experience this galaxy. Young people are playing a great role in this. They use the social media platform to spread such a phenomenon. How big of a growth? Has this new trend surrounding
0: barbecue in Zibo brought to the local barbecue industry?
1: Well, the local barbecue restaurants are now full of people and full of people waiting in line for a taste of it. And it was estimated that some small barbecue restaurants could sell over 10,000 grilled skewers a single day.
0: On average, my phone receives 1,500 calls a day.
1: And that would bring them the revenue of about 20,000 yuan to 30,000 yuan. That's about over 3,000 US dollars per day for a single restaurant. And there are videos showing that in some restaurants, their order printers are working non-stop because the customers are coming in. So. And also, the number of barbecue restaurants is also increasing over the past few months. According to an online platform for the company's registration, over the past couple of months, over 300 new barbecue restaurants have been registered on that single platform. So you can see that this barbecue industry is booming
0: out of the ten videos I saw online recently, eight are about Zibo barbecue.
1: We specifically bought tickets for the special barbecue route, and we plan to eat barbecue in Zibo. Will spill over to other areas. Let's imagine if tourists come to this city for barbecue, they would they will not only just spend money on food. They will take taxis, for example. And also, many of them have to stay in Zibo, so they would go to hotels. And also, barbecue is not the only food that is special in Zibo. You know, in China, there are eight major cuisines, and Shandong cuisine is one of them. Mm. And a large part of Shandong cuisine comes from Zibo. The tourists attracted by barbecue would also try many other kinds of dishes. So the restaurants cooking other kinds of Zibo cuisine or Shandong cuisine are also full of customers now. But not just the big restaurants and hotels, but also the small businesses are also being fostered. For example, now the hottest spot in Zibo is, is not a single barbecue restaurant, but an old market called the badaju market mm-hmm. it is actually an old alley about 600 meter long and there are lots of vendors on both sides of the street there used to be vendors selling vegetables and fruits there and it's estimated that it receives about 200,000 visitors each day during the may day holiday and there are security workers there to make sure that everything's okay So it is obvious that the vendors there have gained a lot of money. So not just the big businesses, but also small vendors, small businesses are also making a profit.
0: As you just described, that's a lot of tourists coming to a small city. Yeah, And they will bring changes Mm -hmm. to the city, of course, to the businesses, of course, and also to the daily life of Mm -hmm. the local people are also part of this change. And how is local people's lives been
1: impacted? Well, for most people that are not related to the businesses, I think that the most obvious change is that the city has become way more crowded. In April, it is estimated that 4.8 million tourists went to Zibo. And you know, the city has a population of just 4.7 million people. So the number of people here more than doubled my parents would go to the barajou market before but now it is impossible to buy vegetables there so they would have to go to other places for vegetables and fruits and also local people would not choose to go to the restaurants now because they know they're very crowded Mm. so yeah people there can feel such a kind of inconvenience and are they complaining about it well, there are complaints, of course. Mm-hmm. So I talked to my friends in Zibo, and I, I video-chatted a lot with my parents, my family members, my relatives. What I see mostly is their exciting faces when they try to describe this phenomenon, when they try to describe the changes in the city. In the past, it was always me talking about what I've experienced in Beijing, but now my parents are less interested. <laughs> they, they're so eager to to talk about the changes around my home. So what I saw was mostly excitement and pride from their descriptions.
0: Also, let's talk about the past May Day holiday. How did the city prepare for major influx of travelers during the past week?
1: In the past holiday, we could see lots of other sectors in the city offered help. There are not enough hotel rooms. There's not enough capacity for accommodation for such an influx of tourists for example there were furniture markets that said that we can let the tourists sleep on our beds and sofa for display so at night when the markets are closed tourists can sleep on their beds and another kind of preparation is in terms of the price hike You know, it's natural for the price to go higher when a place suddenly become this popular. But the city was trying to curb this kind of phenomenon and try to prevent price gouging. The hotels that raise their room prices for over 50% would get punishment from the government. Mm. So this is part of the preparation. Security is another issue that we're concerned about. All of a sudden, there are so many people here and there may be accidents and emergencies. So in order to prevent those accidents and deal with those emergencies in time, the government deployed security workers every 30 meters at the most popular areas in the city. The government also did something surprising. It wrote a letter to all tourists from the country. First, it admitted that The situation is out of their capacity for accommodation. And the government recommended tourists to go there at another time or just choose another place in the province. In the letter, it recommended lots of tourist attractions in all other cities in the province, which actually won lots of love from tourists. This is very interesting because... Why
0: do you think CAM businesses of different industries and even the government also played a role in this? They are sort of working in a very smooth way together. What makes it possible?
1: I think all the industries are waiting for an opportunity because Zibo was once a, a city of heavy industry for a really long period of time, a dependent on the heavy industry as its economic pillar. But then, due to the exhaustion of resources and the environmental degradation, the city had to abandon part of this economic pillar so that it can seek for a more sustainable path of development. So many chemical companies were closed for environmental protection, and the city was suffering and struggling for more than a decade so the industries in zibo including the hotels the restaurants they are waiting for an opportunity when the city is ready to be transformed in another way and this time the reason why the governments can work efficiently with the industries is that the industries know that now the opportunity has come to them and that is why they listen to the government You know, the government now is very strict on market regulation. We may think that the restaurants and the businesses may not like it. They want to make money. But in fact, this time they listen to the government because they think it is the right time for them to to be fostered and to be engaged in this drive of transformation.
0: When local vehicles came across our buses, they were intentionally give way to us because they know the buses are loaded with travelers. I will not raise prices. It's for the business card of my city. Surprisingly, this heat surrounding Zibo and its barbecue and other sectors of the city has lasted, according to your timeline, for about two months. Yeah. What are the reasons behind this longer-than-expected heat and
1: Mm -hmm. popularity? The key, I think, this time is to make sure that people won't be disappointed. When you get popular, your weaknesses are also exposed. But it's quite tricky. I think Zibo is doing it quite well in, in two aspects. The first is that it's responded very quickly. Take the Badaji market as an example again. It is a quite old street, and it became popular all of a sudden. It's out of everyone's expectation, including the government. So after it became viral online, overnight, the street was repaired. And when people come there the next morning, they found a brand new street there. So that was amazing, actually. It also amazed many people online. So such quick responses is a very vital part for keeping this popularity maintained because also I think this popularity is based on a long-term preparation for years even. I've seen the city building new infrastructure and new buildings related to its cultural elements. Zibo is also the city of ceramics and potteries. It used to be a part of economic development because it produces ceramics and pottery products and sell them to other parts of China and even all over the world. But a few years ago, they built a grand museum for ceramics and pottery. I've been there for a few times, and there were very, very few visitors. And I was also doubting that the purpose of building it is... And now. It also came to me why the city would build such a thing, because after eating, they can go to the museum and learn about local culture. And all of those dots were linked in a line. We could see a clear route of how the city went here. So this kind of long term preparation is also part of the reason why this kind of popularity can maintain so long. It's a major chance for Zibo. We must seize it.
0: Zibo used to be an old industrial city and was ranked the third in the province. But then other cities surpassed Zibo. It definitely doesn't feel good. So every industries, taxis, buses and more are trying their best for a better development of the city. Thank you, Hongyu. Thank you, Fei Fei. What Zibo has in his future plans may be more than just tourism. At the opening of the special barbecue rail line, the head of the city's tourism bureau says they hope for young people who visit Zibo to fall in love with the city and eventually stay there. The city is also building itself as a quote-unquote youth-friendly city. A college student shares his thoughts after a few days in Zibo. I'm very interested in its youth programs. I can feel the government of Zibo is really trying to grasp this opportunity. They want to take advantage of this popularity, so they're putting a lot of money into enhancing the experience and eventually attract and keep talents there. And that brings us to the end of this episode of Deep Dive. If you like what you just heard, don't forget to follow us on your podcast platform. Just search for Deep Dive. You can also leave comments to tell us what you want to know about China and beyond. This episode is brought to you by me, Fei Fei, and my colleague, Zhang Zhang. Special thanks to CGTN radio reporter, Dou Hongyu. I'll see you in the next one.